0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day, every single day, we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. We're on day 237, can you believe it? 237 is a fair way through the year, a fair way through this Bible plan. Well done if you've stuck with us from day one. If you're new, go back to day one. You wanna get the whole Bible in ya. So we're gonna start with number one. But we do have a brew today, I'd love to try it. It's one of our cold brews. It's tea week, so it's a cold brew tea. But before we get into that, let's make sure we're reading from the same scriptures today. You can see them in the descriptions below. Psalm 102 verses 18 to 28, 1 Corinthians 16 verse 5 to 24, 2 Chronicles chapters 24 and 25. All right, time to try our brew and as promised, I have the cold brew of what we had hot yesterday, peach and pineapple red seal. If you're not watching, I can tell you that I've got an ice cube in this lovely glass of cold brew tea. I'm really hoping that the pineapple's gonna come out a little bit more in this because yesterday, I could really only taste the peach. Let's give it a go, cheers. Ooh, that is good, cold. Oh wow, that's yummy. Mm. Do you know what that tastes like? It tastes like a healthy version of like an, a sugary drink. So you kind of feel healthy while you're being naughty. I'm not sure that there's that much more pineapple in it, although I think there might be a little bit in the aftertaste. I'm just gonna continue to drink it because it tastes so good. Mm, mm. Yeah, maybe an aftertaste of pineapple. Oh, there it is, yeah not the taste of pineapple people. Okay, hey, if you're feeling like a deliciously refreshing cold brew tea that feels naughty but isn't, try the peach and pineapple red seal cold brew tea. It is good, mm, it is good. All right, but enough of the brews, let's get into the Bible. The reason that you are really here. God cares about families. In fact, his desire for us all that our, is that our world would be made up of strong families. We know from historical and cultural evidence over our generations that strong communities are because of strong families, and strong families are because of strong marriages. And the Bible has a whole lot to say about family. Psalms today focuses on children and the next generation. Verse 18 says, Let this be written for a future generation, that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. As grown-ups and as followers of Christ, we are required to think about the future and sow into the next generation. I've heard it said, and this is such a challenging thought, the church is one day away from revival and one generation away from extinction. We've got to be invested in the next generation. And Jesus has to be central of each generation. If we don't make him central to ours, it will be exponentially more difficult to bring Jesus into the center of the next generation. Over this young generation coming through right now, my prayer is the same of the Psalmist declaration today, verse 28, that the children of your servants will live in your presence oh, and their descendants will be established before you. Secondly, we look at the church today as a family and as a home. At the time Paul was writing to the Corinthian church, churches met in homes, and I'm honestly a big fan of doing the same. Not instead of a gathering in a church building, I don't believe that we should forsake that, but in addition to church on a Sunday, gathering in homes and being involved in each other's lives, such a beautiful part of being part of a church community. When we see Paul's final addresses in this letter, we see this picture of what the family of God looks like in the church. Paul, he longed to see them, planned to spend significant time with them. As an unmarried guy, the church was effectively his family. He called these people brothers and sisters. And then we see people, amazing people like Priscilla and Aquila, a married couple doing ministry together. And then we have Stephanus, who it's not mentioned in this scripture, but we understand that his whole family got saved and were converted into this church. See, the family of God and the family in the church is made up of single people like Paul, married couples like Priscilla and Aquila, and whole households like those of Stephanus. And with God as our father, together, we the church make up this beautiful family of God. Church isn't supposed to be an event we turn up to and then go home. And I want to challenge you, if you've been doing that recently, stop doing that. Get involved in community. It's a community to be part of, the church, a family to belong to. Yes, you may have an odd uncle in the mix. (laughs) Every family does. But it's a beautiful, imperfect place to feel safe, to feel at home and to heal. The church, the family of God. And lastly, in our scripture in Chronicles, we look today at parents and children. Though Joash's parents and grandparents were terribly monstrous, like seriously awful people, he was effectively raised by Jehoiada the priest who helped him to live righteously. He was also in the line of David, so he had that generational blessing, a family line that God had promised to bless. Because of Joash's obedience to God, the blessing of David's line was on him. Joash so honoured the Lord when he restored the temple. And what a picture in the scripture today, by the way, of joyous generosity, abundance in the overflow. I love it. Sadly, while Joash started so well, he didn't finish so well. And so too was it with his son Amaziah who let pride and arrogance take him out in those later years. If you're a parent today, it's your responsibility to raise your children in the way of the Lord. There will come a time that they grow up and they have to make their own life decisions and you as a parent actually can't control that. But the best thing you can do for your children is to remain consistent, to finish well yourself and model a life that honors God. The way you live will be a profound example to your children to the next generation. And we are the family of God after all. All right, that is our devotional for today, getting into the verse of the day. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 to 14, it says this, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Oh, Man, if you were looking for five tips on going the distance, here they are. One, be on your guard. Watch out for what might trip you up. Two, stand firm in the faith. Don't let yourself waver. Three, be courageous. Step out in faith with God. Four, be strong. Don't let anything take you out. And five, do everything in love. Let it be your motivation. Such simple, strong commands today. Write them down and stick them to your wall because man, that is some serious wisdom right there. Okay, but that is it for The Daily Brew. I am so glad you joined me today. I am so proud of you for continuing through with this incredible Bible in a year devotional. I hope you're encouraged today to just really engage in the family of God. He is our Father. He has given you beautiful brothers and sisters to come around you. You're not supposed to do this life alone. Do it in community. Reach out and build that family in the family of God. But hey, if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day, and if it's the end of the day, good night, sleep tight, and no matter what, we'll see you back here tomorrow with a final day of tea week, and it'll be 238 of The Daily Brew. We'll see you then.